gone to Cornwall with her two best chums for a week's camping. Might have been the draught cider, or ignorance, or an act of rebellion. A one-night stand with a deckhand off a Penzance Newlin trawler. A one-night stand followed by a one-morning stand that had drifted into a one-afternoon stand. She'd thought his name was Jago, but it might have been Jack. Anyway, Jago was Cornish, and she had fastened on it once the sickness started in the mornings. Her parents had pretty much dumped her. Couldn't cope with their little jewel dropping their hopes and aspirations in the shit. That was his mother, and home was a council flat in a part of London where few wanted to be housed. Canning town. But she was lucky to have a roof over her head. She was a fighter and wanted love. Dave was the boyfriend who gave her a brother for Jago, and Benny had provided the sister. Neither Dave nor Benny had lasted long. She was a single mum, with three kids and a maisonette, within a bullet's reach of the Beckton Arms. That was Jago Brown, and they didn't need his childhood history or his education. His flat was built into the roof of an apartment block in the Kreuzberg district, between the Landwehr Canal and Leipzigerstrasse, with an entry on Stresemannstrasse along which the old Berlin Wall had run. His workplace was a bank, the section dealing with private wealth management and advising on investments, in the old East Sector, out beyond Alexanderplatz and the Great Tower. The boy from a sink estate in Canning Town had made it into the stellar world of international banking via a school that believed in merit, a university in the northwest where he'd worked his brain raw, a merchant bank in the Bishopsgate area of the City of London, and on to Berlin. How had he done it? People liked him. Those who had stumbled across his path thought him worth a punt, or had felt good after giving him a helping hand. He would have said that he'd been in the right place at the right time, so he was on a two-year exchange with the bank in Berlin, and a German youngster was coping with life in Bishopsgate. He added the bank's name to the form he was completing. Under complaint, he put, to report extortion and criminal violence. It was almost eleven o'clock. It would take him the best part of an hour to get across the city and its former dividing line, beyond Karl Marx Allee and to the top of Greifswalderstrasse. By the time he got there, the whole morning would have gone. In the section, they all worked like beavers at the direction of the Frau Boss, and Elke had been back on his mobile to ask when they should expect him. As if he had a criminal's tag on his ankle. He pushed the sheet of paper through the grill. A uniformed woman took the girls to a side room. Jago continued to wait. Earlier it had seemed a good idea, but the excitement had palled. In Canning Town, no one made witness statements. His act of defiance was to get out a cigarette, not light it, but roll it between his lips. He'd give it five more minutes. On an upper floor of the station, in a pinched office, a picture on the wall faced his desk. Each time he looked up, it was straight ahead, there for him to feast on. 
The sun was at its height. The sea was pure blue. The beach was golden and not many of the pebble banks showed. Bikini-clad girls lay on multicolored towels, stood on the sand or among the slight waves. He had taken the photo himself. He gloried in it, bathed in its warmth. It made the greyest, coldest day in Berlin a little more acceptable. He was an investigator, had passed the detective course run by the National Police College, was in the Kriminalpolizei, but would never allow himself to be promoted to sergeant. If he looked away from his screen and ignored the picture, he had the window to look out of. There was a courtyard and a glimpse of the sky. It had clouded over, wasn't raining yet, but soon would be. The picture was his joy.